Plus, podcasting for the Bi Plus universe. I'm Elizabeth Meacham, here with my guest, YouTube artist and author, Verity Ritchie. Verity has a new graphic novel called Hugged, a queer autobiographical romance. Welcome, Verity. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for having me again. <laughs> yeah. Um, welcome back. Yeah. Uh, could you provide a short introduction for those who have not are unaware <laughs> for those that are aware of you yeah yeah um i am a trans genderqueer bisexual from um england slash texas living in slovenia um it's not complicated um i'm i'm an activist uh, bisexual activism in particular has been a pretty big part of my adult life um in three different countries as well um and uh, yeah, at this time, I'm probably best known for YouTube, where I make mostly bi and trans content. Cool. Yes. And I've seen some of that. We'll get into that, too, because I really want to talk about all the things you do, because you do a lot. Me um, too. So this book, um, when did it come out? First off, I don't think I... Um, well... <sighs> it's complicated I, I i made it a pdf a few years ago like 2018 okay. and and i started selling it online as a pdf and and then last year in 2020 i did a kickstarter to print my own copies and so now i sell them on my etsy um so like it kind of came out in 2019 no 2018 but it also kind of came out in 2020 cool. <laughs> i don't know yeah the you know yeah, it's it's um, it's really cool book. It's Thank I you. like graphic novels because I really have trouble with concentrating on reading. So there's so much going on with a graphic novel that just engages my attention. So it's mm -hmm. an easy format for some of us who are, um, yeah. you know, the long-winded. Not it's not long-winded. There's great books out there. I'll edit that part out, I guess. But the no, I know <laughs> books can be a little, you know, 300, 400 pages can be a little daunting for, and you yeah. seem to do a lot with the drawing and you did all the art yourself right yeah yeah, yeah. and then uh the drawing and the and everything else that really came across and very accessible book for for those of us who are not okay. really big time readers um anyway uh you subtitled this book queer autobiographical romance and can you tell us the story behind that subtitle because i think that would say a lot about the book uh, yeah, okay, so obviously I'm queer and it is autobiographical. Um, and I think the word romance came into it because I, I kind of saw my my sex life as a, a romance. I, this started back in um, around 2012 and it was on Tumblr um, that I started it. So it didn't actually start off as a book. It started as like a webcomic on Tumblr um, and... Um, yeah, and, and I think, I don't know, my relationship to sex was kind of romantic, I think, and I, it was non-monogamous, and, and I didn't get into long-term relationships very easily, but um, um, sex was all about connection for me, but also about validation, desperately seeking validation, um, and it was definitely unhealthy to some degree, and I sort yeah. of had a journey to go on related to my anxiety and my self-esteem, and also um my use and abuse of alcohol um and ultimately i did end up with someone who appears in the comic who is still my partner today so it kind of comes to a kind of romantic conclusion but the romance was part of the title from the beginning that's just i don't know how why my nine years ago self envisioned it that way exactly but i, I did I, I really see a lot of you growing up like the, ro the romantic relationship seems to you almost can see inside your head just by documenting the, these romantic relationships or, you know, in the process of just kind of maturation. But, you know, I could just see that you're just kind of the, the part in our lives where we're finally on our own and we get to have to deal with all the stuff that we grew up with and where we're going. We just don't know. And we may have it set in our head that we're going someplace and then it changes on you. And, and, and is this making yeah. any sense to you at all? <laughs> but, 
Well, yeah, I, I don't know. I had when I started the comic, I had no idea where I'd be now. I was very lost, and I, I still, I, I would still say I'm a little bit lost in life. But like, I was, I just had no idea. And if I could go back in time and meet myself, I probably wouldn't know who I was. I wouldn't yeah. recognize myself. And I, I would just, I had no idea that it was going to be like this. The, the last ten years, absolutely no idea. Yeah, I, I always envision myself if I could go back and talk to myself I don't know that I'd want to because I think I'd be the mean older sister you know like get your shit together or but you know I think we all need that not having our shit together phase we all go through it definitely and you know otherwise you're kind of if you always have your shit together you're kind of there's all these opportunities that you're missing maybe or you'll always wonder you know it was really beautiful the way watching you grow and and experiment and and be out there finding yourself. Um, it's a it's a beautiful story. I, I really enjoyed it. So thank you. So there. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, but yeah, I always wonder if you go back to yourself, what you would say, and you'd probably be a dick to yourself. You know, you're God, you're such an ass. Just you know, get to this point I'm at now. I mean, it's not fair. So i'm mean to myself i don't know. I, did, I feel the opposite i think i'd be quite i, I think i'd be quite delicate with myself i'm very de- i'm i'm a very sensitive person and i think i would just be like hey it's okay like yeah. you can because i actually i i've i've discovered the other day going back through my old youtube videos that around that same time that i was doing that i started the comic i did a video for the first time talking about my anxiety and how severe my anxiety is and and I was saying in the video, like, I feel like I feel bad about talking about this. I feel like I feel guilty or one of the comments, I left a comment underneath saying, I feel guilty talking about this. It feels like self-absorbed. I shouldn't, I don't feel like I, I should be entitled to talk about how hard things are for myself. And now I talk very openly about my mental health, but at the time it was like a confessional. I was sort of like, yeah. I'm so sorry, everyone. I'm very mentally ill. <laughs> and now I'm just like, yes, I just take it for granted and you should all take it for granted. I'm mentally ill, it's fine. And I was only just starting to be able to talk about that. And um, but yeah, if I'd been able to talk more comfortably about it sooner, I think life would have been a bit easier. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think that's my problem is I'm so impatient. It's like, just you know, get to the point where we're at and. I'm not very nice to myself sometimes, admittedly, oh. but you know, I think all of us go through this, but uh, yeah, you just, I, I'm so glad you put it all down because I think there's a lot of people, especially people who are bisexual or in the, in the middle, you know, not in any one space or the other, not in the binary, um, uh, trans bisexual people um, need to hear those voices and yours especially comes through very powerful and, and I do see, you know, now that you mentioned, I do see you would be kind of a patient person to go back and it's okay. Don't worry so much, but um, yeah. Yeah, I think part of it is, you know, I was a guy and I was like a scuzzy, hairy looking guy and I had all my defenses up. And I think people don't, when when you look like I did and when you kind of have your defenses up the way I did, people aren't actually very nice to you because they assume that you're you're very thick skinned. And I think mm. people generally thought I was very thick skinned and I wasn't at all. And something about transitioning that's like been a big change for me is just the the like allowing myself to be vulnerable and also like other people seeing me as someone who's potentially vulnerable, which no one I don't think anyone thought that before. I think everyone yeah. just thought I was a bit of a douchebag. I mean not I mean I think I was a nice person generally, but I don't think anyone thought I had any vulnerability to me. But I was just terrified all the time. And every anything I said that was I don't know, I, I everything was filtered through my anxiety. Um yeah. and I don't no one knew that. People just didn't know that about me. It sounds like you were suffering from society's toxic masculinity. You were probably expected to be a guy. And so you probably noticed, you know, when you present as a woman, that's that is that your experience that it's just people are more expect women to be more more into their emotions and yeah yeah. absolutely Uh, yeah and and dumber as well yeah people think i'm stupider than they did people thought i was thick-skinned and intelligent and now they think i'm dumb and sensitive yeah which is not wrong (laughs) no but it's not because i'm a woman okay yeah yeah it's frustrating you know when i'm sitting there and i know something and i'm in a room full of guys and um they'll ask the guy, 
Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. how difficult was it for you to put your autobiography out there in the first place? Like you talked about it a little bit about, but you, you know, you were putting this online and, um, yeah. and then you kind of put it all together. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of personal content and this is something you thought you'd ever be able to do to put it all together and, and present it. Well, so when I started the comic, I, I was a YouTuber and I was also a webcam model um, and I was an activist. Um, and I, I was kind of, I was emotionally in a place where I felt like if I gave myself to the world fully and had no secrets, then maybe I could connect with people and they would like see me and understand me. Um, and I, <laughs> I yeah, I felt like if I had nothing to hide that, yeah, I'm like, I'm like what's yeah. going on? Um, um, so I, I kind of, I put, I just gave myself to the world in like every sort of respect. And, um, and I was completely honest about everything. And I tried to be open about absolutely everything. Um, and I, this definitely came from a place of like insecurity and seeking validation and it burned me out completely. Um, especially, and, and I kind of quit, like, I kind of quit the internet for a bit, especially, yeah. especially with call out culture. Cause I feel like call, call out culture was just becoming like a big thing at the time. Um, and like sometimes call outs are obviously like refair and reasonable and other times it's just like. Yeah. Like I used in one video, I started it by being like, hey bitches. And, and it wasn't like, I wasn't, I just meant it in like a, hey girlfriend kind of way. Yeah, yeah. And, and then I got, right? And I got yeah. called out for like being a fake feminist and a misogynist because I used the word bitch, which is so stupid. It's and like now I, I don't word, like, dudes. I don't play yeah. into it. Yeah. But like, yeah, so I got called out for that and, and like, I'm a very sensitive person and I take criticism very seriously and I and I deleted that from the video I and um and I said sorry but apparently my sorry was was not nice enough so they called me out on that it was like, oh yeah yeah pe people can't instead... win. There's always <laughs> no you be can't and, and like no one is you and you can't win yeah yeah and I it was call outs are not are made to be forgiven I, I don't yeah. generally people don't want to forgive the person that's being called out I mean sometimes they do because sometimes people do that in good faith but um i think often online it's it's meant to be like a public hanging like they they want to they want publicly blood. shame someone yeah yeah they really do and it's entertaining and i totally get it but yeah, yeah the instance for forgiving and, um, go and and move on with your life and i i think yeah. i find that problem with um yeah. social media and uh and such um i turn off the comments to 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 the the, the podcast because I don't I'm not going to read them I, I don't read comments yeah. um, you know if you want to send me an email fine but I'm you know they're so mean and it, there's no for lack of a better word there's no grace with people you know there's no yes okay maybe she didn't mean well, it that way that... or he didn't mean it that way or they you know maybe they meant it it's a refusal to see where it's coming from and even when you see where it's coming from well you shouldn't do that well you know yeah Ugh. yes yeah. um was this when you yeah, were yeah and, and was this when you were presenting as male was that the problem or was this when you because you did um you did um videos when you yeah, were presenting was, as male okay yeah, yeah. So. um yeah and that's why i got called out on that and um I, I also, well, I don't know if I'll talk about that. Um, but yeah, I like quit the internet for a while because, because of that. I kind of quit like Tumblr and YouTube and I, I uploaded a few videos, but I didn't do much. Um, but, uh, but I, like, I, I don't have, like in terms of putting out um, the comic and how hard that was, like, I don't have much of a censor on myself. Like mm -hmm. I'm a very open person, um, definitely to a fault. And I definitely, I am trying to learn to censor myself to some degree. Um, but, but yeah, but I'm okay with, with what's in the hug being out there. Um, yeah. And it's like, in a way, it's like, it's not really about me anymore. It's about this younger version of me who I just am not that person anymore. Yeah. Um, so that makes me feel like a little bit removed from it. And, and I don't, when I, like when I send 
them off. I'm not thinking, well, I'm sending a confessional with drawings of myself naked to this person now. Like I just, it's just an object to me. And, it, and if I did think about it too much, it probably freaked me out a little bit, but um, yeah, it's, I, 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 I don't know. This is just sort of defined my life as being this like weird, overly <laughs> like TMI yeah. kind of person. So yeah. it's, it's fine. I get <laughs> it's fine. I, I see I see where you're coming from though, because once you sometimes you're really open and then I, I'm either or I'm either I'm very binary in the openness. I'm either very open or I'm not open at all. You know, it's like when you're open and you get bit, then you go in hiding and then you come out and or really too open. I, I don't have a filter, so I'm either really open or I'm not yeah. at all. So it's what it sounds mm. like. Um especially given your experience, if you've been once bitten, twice shy type thing. I can see why you would go off the internet for a while, honestly. It was probably yeah. a good thing. Was, do you felt, feel like that was good for you to be off social media for a while? Um, well, I, y yes. Um, I think I'm a little bit traumatized <laughs> from it. Like I'm very, very frightened of like every video I put out, I'm scared of the, the of getting rejected immediately. And every like, my videos have overwhelmingly been received in a positive way this last like year um since I kind of started taking YouTube seriously again um mm -hmm. but every single time when I'm about to put it out I'm terrified and I'm just like my anxiety is so high it's just so frightening and then it's out and everyone likes it and it's just like why was I scared to begin with I don't know um, but yeah, I'm just scared of that controversy. And, and I got, I, I, the only time that I got a lot of controversy was, um, back in like November, I did a video about the, am I a lesbian master doc? I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> I was hoping yes. you'd mention that. That's, and I, I, because people have been passing this around, this master doc to my children. It's like, no, you're right. If you're going to get your advice from a 17 year old girl or whatever however old she is and it's it's so like no there's not a checkbox for this sort of thing you know yeah well yeah so like for anyone who doesn't know it's just like a document that were they were a, it was a 19 year old lesbian who who compiled um a list of sort of signs that you are a lesbian for people who don't who aren't sure if they might be a lesbian or not and I mean it I mean it's I think it's kind of exactly what it says on the tin like it is a 19 year old lesbian compiling things that they, they think makes you a lesbian yeah. um and that's fine and like there's nothing like that that sound that seems pretty harmless in and of itself and it is I think it is I mean it's just it was a, I think it's kind of a bit daft and it's a bit of a sort of like you like it's like a fortune cookie or whatever like you you will read into it like you can project yourself onto it mm -hmm. and it's very open to like everyone so yeah. everyone can project themselves onto it and discover yeah. that they might be a lesbian and and it's very non-committal and it's like if some of the things might maybe resonate with you then maybe you could possibly be a lesbian and you should spend some time thinking about whether or not you're a lesbian and so whatever it's just a silly doc but it's become incredibly popular yeah. and it's really sort of revered in like the online young lesbian community yes um to a degree which is kind of i i think pretty bizarre and what i was seeing online was that bisexuals were saying well i read this and then i was like fuck i'm a lesbian and one one person commented on the video and said, well, I sure wish I'd watched this video before I dumped my boyfriend to be, be a lesbian <laughs> because now I'm now I'm like yeah. not sure if I'm a lesbian. Yeah. And and like people like a lot of young women were really freaking out thinking, OK, I must be a lesbian um, based on the doc. But then but then some people were saying, well, I thought I was a lesbian. And then I came back from that and realized I was bisexual. But it took me years of being confused about it. So I made this video about it. And I also made another video um about like, am I bi or gay? Um, sort of trying to understand the nuance between those two things. Um, but um, because obviously it's something that a lot of people are really struggling with. Um, and there's no like right, well, there's not necessarily a right answer, but there's yeah. definitely like, like it's the whole issue is not as cut and dry as necessarily yes or no. Um, yeah. But yeah, there was a lot of controversy around the am I a lesbian video. Um, I don't know, lesbians got really angry with me. Not all lesbians, like some lesbians yeah. were like, yeah, this is this makes sense, the doc is stupid. Yeah. Um, and like, 
I can understand some people say, well, it's not a checklist, it's a tool for self-reflection. And I totally get that, but people are using it as a checklist and it's yeah. not the intention behind it isn't really the problem. The problem is how it's being used. Yeah. And and there's definitely, I don't know, it seems to me like there's, there's this issue with like teenagers, teenage girls are just sort of going, well, I need to discover if I'm a lesbian right now. And then they're reading the doc and being like, okay, so it looks like I'm a lesbian. Yeah. And like, that's not how you discover if you're a lesbian. I yeah. really- I, Yeah, I, exactly. Um, and you don't, why do you have to, why do you have to choose? Why do you have to- Well, exactly. Choose? I mean, yeah, I think people don't want to be bisexual. Basically, yeah. I mean, like, it's not very appealing. I mean, and I know that for a lot of gay people, the idea of being bisexual does seem very appealing. I had a comment the other day that was like, well, I, I'm gay and I really didn't want to be gay because I wanted to also be attracted to women and I wanted to be bi and mm -hmm. that made me feel really bad because I wanted to be bi and I totally get that. But um, I think in the long run, when you're trying to find community, it's much harder to find bisexual community yes. um, and acceptance in bisexual spaces. And even like you can be hanging out with like five gay people and maybe they're all a little bit bisexual, but they're probably, I don't know, they no, I, I, I don't know. There's, in my yeah. experience, from when I was younger, things might be changing now because I know things change very fast. But in my experience, like people will try and out-gay each other and people want to be the sort of the gayest and being bisexual yeah. is very unappealing in that context. Like to find community, it it is easier if you identify as gay. Being yeah. bi is not going to help you find community as easily and that's horrible and it sucks, but it's true. And so, yeah, identifying as bi ends up being very unappealing for people. And also I think it's just less, like when some, you come out to someone as, as gay, I think you're slightly more likely to be like accepted for that and not just told yeah. like, well, I don't know. But then I've heard gay people also say that, that people question whether or not they're really gay. So I don't know, but like, I, I think with gay people, it does seem like you can solidify that identity and carry it with you through life yeah. more easily than you can if you're bi because you can be out as bi for 50 years and people will yeah. say well are you really bi how many people did you date who were women how yes. many people did you know like ugh, so my stupid. kids ask me that um, I'm like that's not your business <laughs> like, I'm sorry we never talk we yeah. just talk well I talk about the one long-term boyfriend I had before your dad but yeah I don't I, you don't need to know who or what I was doing and if I wasn't doing anything, it's still not your business. I sorry. Yeah, but yeah, they they want uh, people want credentials, sort yeah. of, you know. Yeah, and it's like, um, well, how many people like prove it? Yeah. How do you yeah. know you're gay if you haven't? I mean, there's this stupid. It's dumb. Um, yeah, and it's yeah. it's rude. But, but yeah. Yeah, but I felt really, really. I I got some a good amount of backlash at the time. Um, I think it kind of went viral in the sort of compet community and so it got a lot of like negative feedback at the time and I felt really bad about it honestly I felt really guilty and people were saying like this helped me realize I was a lesbian now you're taking that away from me which I, I think like if if your lesbianism oh is dependent on the doc or <laughs> yeah, like it's probably, like I that's yeah like I it shouldn't I don't know but it, yeah oh god it's so complicated but I did feel really guilty about it because I didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings and I feel like maybe my uh, like I I was too silly about it all and, mm -hmm. and it, that was another criticism like I should have taken it all too much more seriously and I laughed at one point and I shouldn't have laughed and like I, I don't know I felt really guilty about it and I, I was very sort of um, I was like god should I delete it I don't know like have I made a mistake here but I I think I did make valid criticisms and um, I don't know a lot of the feedback I think was very like emotional and I haven't really gotten any feedback that is sort of convinced me that my my criticisms are invalid um because i'm not even saying it's like i mean ultimately the point is just it does it does it will also convince bisexuals that they are lesbians yeah. and that's bad right and that's bad for everyone and that like lesbians do not want bisexuals to identify as lesbians i think i mean well it depends on the lesbian i mean it depends on your sort of political values right yeah well, think, it's, it's just it smells of gatekeeping to me and to me the idea is that you find a community that suits you you don't try to fit into a community. You know, you you are what you are and be authentic to yourself. And if you're a lesbian, okay. Then you go find that community. If you're bisexual, okay. There's not a checklist out there to tell you because, you know, sexuality for a lot of people is fluid. And 
it's yeah. just calm down be yourself and if you feel this way you feel that way then go find the community don't try to change yourself to fit into a community and I, I think that's why I had a problem with that doc is it's like encouraging people to think of their sexuality as a checklist instead of yes just experiencing yes. their sexuality for themselves but I honestly okay. <laughs> I don't think you're saying anything negative and I, I I liked the video because it had humor in it because I think that when we talk about serious subjects sometimes you have to alleviate the seriousness with a little oh, bit yeah. of levity that's just a well-rounded video to me but um Thank I, you. people just are too serious about things in general right now if we can't laugh at ourselves a little come on guys um being bisexual look at all those puns we just have a great sense of humor i guess i don't know yeah i i felt like your videos they do have a humor element and that's why i like your videos and that's why i go to you as a a, a youtube i don't know how you say it. is a youtube artist i don't know youtube i mean you YouTuber. youtuber yeah like yeah. everyone says youtuber and it's yeah. and everyone says it reluctantly like yeah. to identify as a youtuber is a very strange thing I but like yeah i guess a artist. youtuber yeah artist. I like artist <laughs> yeah i'll start using that i'll yeah. just start saying the youtube artist yeah um yeah well, it is it is i mean you put a lot of effort into your videos and i think it shows um and you're thank you you're on your shit you're on your game you know what you're talking about and in um yeah, you, yeah I hope you're so. kind of, I mean, you've lived your life and you've become, you, you've looked things up. I mean, you know shit. So Yes. Well, I don't want to be wrong about anything yes. anymore. Like, I, well, I think um, there's be. nothing worse than being wrong on the internet, right? Because, yeah. and especially in a YouTube video, like once you're wrong and you've messed up on something, you oh just have God, to delete the whole video. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I cite everything. Like I make sure if I say something on YouTube, there will be a citation either in the description or on the screen showing that like I didn't make this up this is real yeah yeah I do like your citations too I think that's why I, I really have come to value these. this is what I do on Sunday mornings by the way <laughs> I watch your YouTube videos and this oh. is the last one but um yeah uh and I, I think it is because you have such an author authoritative voice um, and maybe that become that does come a little bit from being raised as a boy. Boys are allowed to do that, and I'm glad you kept that. Well, um, I have an I have an English accent as well. It, that's and that, which that is makes you sexy, of course. Debatably, you know. but but also like English accents make you sound smarter, yes. even if they are like like glasses, slightly, right? Slightly fake. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I I I actually in my I was like six months ago. I was wearing glasses in my videos, but the light kept reflecting off them, so I stopped wearing glasses. Yeah. And I'm very sad that I can't wear glasses in my YouTube videos because I know they make me sound sound smarter. Um, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. I try to yeah. sound clever. I try to sound like I know what I'm talking about, and I try to make sure I do know what I'm talking about, which does involve like research and absolutely making yeah. sure that I'm on that I've got this down. Um, and I'm probably still wrong about things sometimes, but and we, you we know, need to I do my best. You know, um, non-heterosexual men to do that more. Uh, be more. It's okay to use your voice and sound authoritative. It's it's okay if you know stuff, you know stuff. Um, and that's I'm not. not something I feel this is very. This is very strange to me. The idea that I sound authoritative. I I tried to no. just. I don't know. I don't. In my mind, it's not an don't, authoritative. Uh, don't you dare change just, it now that I said it. You can't change it now. Yeah, I'm just gonna be like, no, go I'm gonna be like really insecure in, yeah. in the videos. Yeah, no, no, I, no. It, I love it, and I, I, I love that about you is you, you come across as a very strong person, um, and you know stuff, and I it's love nice. you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it is a performance though. Like with YouTube, like, um, you know, like in between takes, I am going. Oh, God, I'm so stupid. You know, like yeah. I, I'm very, I'm, I'm pretty insecure, but like I, it, it everything is very carefully constructed, and yeah. people have told me they don't know that my my videos are scripted, and they absolutely are scripted, um, uh, because I could not just like rattle this stuff off, just like off the top of my head. Um, so it it all it's all constructed to make me seem clever, um, and I think everything I'm saying is true because I have the citations. Um, I don't know. I I feel you're complimenting me, so I feel inclined to put myself down. I know. Peg, stop that. You know, like I don't <laughs> I don't want to like sound like I believe that I like myself. That's that's the feminine side. God, we got to stop that. Um, yeah. You and I both do that. Oh God. I think too when you yeah. grow up with a lot of anxiety and 
or even like I have ADHD yeah. and, and growing up being criticized for things that I, because of my lack of filter, you get a little more anxious about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I've never been diagnosed with ADHD, but I, I, I feel fairly confident that I re at least relate to the experience. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And like, there's different the, like, things that cause that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, I, I'm so frightened of being wrong about things and, and the anxiety that I, I get from sort of getting in trouble from for getting, getting wrong, getting things wrong. Um, but that's kind of shaped, that has shaped my YouTube channel now. And that's why it is like full of citations because I, I just don't want to be wrong about anything ever oh, yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> ever again. I don't forgive myself easily for being wrong about things. When it's so, <laughs> so. What I'd like is you go after the sacred cows. Mm -hmm. And I love that because you know, especially lately on, on, and we're older, we're not teenagers here. Um, but it feels like to me that the internet is so quick to judge. It's like, no, you're wrong. You suck. How can you exist as a human being? I mean, it's so easy to write that in the comments. Um, and then everybody kind of gloms onto that or you know comes after people like that um and then i think that happens with ideas too is everybody's like oh yes um this is how you have to be a lesbian or a gay person or a bisexual or a trans person um and that, i think that's very damaging for our community uh, there is no one way to be anything yes sometimes lesbians have relationships with a man that that was valuable to them at the time you know that they enjoy yeah. And, and, yeah. so, and they may be where they're at now. And, and again, sexuality is fluid and there is no one way to do it, you know? Yeah, I think possibly one of the next sort of big steps that we have to make in the community is recognizing that even for monosexual people, um, your orientation can change over a lifetime. It does seem like sometimes people can have a different sexual orientation when they're teenagers versus when they're 40 years old. And like, legitimately that is like, mm -hmm. like real and it's yeah. okay to like be, I don't know, but I know that like, it sounds, I don't know. I think to people that sounds like prioritizing bisexuality by making sort of everyone fluid. And, and I don't want to, I don't know. I don't want to disrespect anyone's identity, but it's, you know, I mean, you don't, if you're, if you're, yeah. if you're a lesbian now and you want to say, well, I was bi in the past or I'm a lesbian now, or I was heterosexual in the past or I'm a lesbian. Fine. Do it however you want, but don't tear apart other people for, you know, putting even the thought out there um, or, you know, for doing what you do and address talking about it because we do. I go to you because you're you are a member of the bisexual community and you do have information for me. But my mm. but I don't base my sexual identity off of what you say. And uh, you know, if you're basing mm -hmm. what your identity off of what the internet says, um, you get a little thinking to do before you get back on the internet. <laughs> you know, off the internet with you. But yeah, um, yeah. It, to me, I, yeah. I was the way I was, and then I found the word that described me, and then it took years later for the internet to develop a community for me to find the community that I was looking for. Um, but I do yeah. try. It's not the other way around. It's, um, but I, I think there's a lot of information out there now, and there's a lot of the stuff that I was feeling like in college. Well, no, you have to identify as gay then, or or. Um, you know, you have a boyfriend, so stop trying to pose, you know, the, the bisexual thing's not a thing. Um, all those things that were being said to me that were rude are now multiplied. And that's not good for our community. And, and then for everybody to just rally behind one thing or the other and kind of uh, pit us against each other um, when we were already, we already had enough of that in the 90s, okay? <laughs> but now it's, it feels like it's multiplied sometimes. And I'm hoping that's changing. Yeah. Like you said, things change pretty fast. But I love you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, there, there's so many good things. Um, you're very artistic. Have you always been that artistic? Like from childhood, is this your thing? You just yes. create an individual? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, like I, I, I'm not, I'm not, really great at any one thing but I'm really good at a lot of 
things yeah. and yeah. so like I don't have like a strong like I grew up drawing I was always like that's why I could draw my comic is because I was always drawing and then when I went to university I uh, studied photography um and yeah but I, I don't identify as like an illustrator or a photographer or any, or like any one thing um but like creative is always yeah like when it comes down to it, I'm just creative and I just have to make things and write I also I also write stories but like I don't identify strictly as a writer and I yeah I'm just a creative person and I'm always inclined to make stuff and at the moment that's YouTube and it's working out very well for me so yes it's beautiful yeah. um yeah, and I, your drawing is really great, by the way. And um, it's probably from having done it since you were a kid. But yeah, I, um, I just can't draw that fast. And so, so you would take uh, these cartoons, and you would just do them. How many, How often were you doing these cartoons on your Tumblr? Um, I don't know. I, well, at first, I think I was doing probably um, a couple every week, and then it sort of slowed down, and it became like once every couple months and like the the and and some of the some of the illustrations in in the version of hug that's now printed and on my etsy um i drew them three months ago <laughs> um so like the the drawings are and you can see the styles keep changing <laughs> throughout like because i was experimenting with all kinds of like i was doing sometimes it was digital sometimes it was literally paper and I was really poor at the beginning and I, I remember I ran out of paper and I and I posted on the Tumblr and I, uh, and I said can someone please give me some money to buy some more paper <laughs> and someone did donate like awesome. 50 bucks and I was like oh my god yeah. and, it, and so I went out bought a bunch of paper um but yeah the style changes a lot and and they're really that it was not a regular thing and so it's very I don't know I think of it it's kind of it's kind of a diary because it's not like, here is the story of my 20s. Yeah, it's it like, here is go... some random diary entries. Yeah, you say that up front, it's not going to necessarily progress in a linear format. But it does tell a story when it started. You do thread it all together to tell your story. Yeah. Um, and uh, it just turns out so well. And I think it's going to be very oh, valuable book for a lot of people. So your videos are so cool. So who, do you have help doing those? I got to, because you do some of these like, is the word vignette where you kind of do these little acted sequences the little skits yes the skits um yeah um well other is usually helping in some way like um usually like um she'll be sort of behind the camera mm -hmm. um but and yeah she's 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 kind of the director of of my of my videos in a way um and sometimes she helps uh, helps me write them as well um and that like the am i a lesbian video was actually half written by other um so props to her for that that's kind of artist role she's director and sometimes co-writer how long does it take you to do the uh, an average video um it depends how good my mental health is at the time and um so at the moment I am trying to basically spend a week writing and then sort of a week um doing the rest so I'll spend a week or you hopefully more than a week because hopefully I'll have planned it in advance um just writing and trying to figure out what I want to do exactly and like the better the script is the more the, the the easier everything else is afterwards and the better the edit is um so then on like a monday i will film and then i'll spend the next few days editing um and then uh and then like friday night i it goes live but i i i'd like to put it out right before i go to bed so i can not check it because otherwise I'll spend the whole time checking all the comments and, and how many views it has and stuff. So it's healthiest for me comments. if I just, yeah, I, 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 I read comments, but I read a very curated yeah. version of comments. Like the internet yeah. is uncurated and that's kind of bad. It's kind yeah. of good in a way, but it's also kind of bad. Um, so somebody else checks my comments to see if there are any, if anyone's being an asshole basically. Um, and there are also sort of automatic censorship things on YouTube where like if they say a certain bad word, their comment will not show up. 
Um, and so I, I get to read the nice comments. So mostly, as occasionally I see a mean one, but mostly yeah. I just get to read the nice comments, which, which is very good for my mental health. And it will, it helps me continue to make them. Otherwise, I would have given up by now. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. And it, it is a little different. What you're doing is more personal. Like, like what I'm doing, I'm talking with other people, and they're telling their story. Um, yeah. So I imagine when you're making a video, you kind of need to look at the comments just, just to respond to questions about what you've said legitimate questions well yes no. and and I don't I don't even do that very often mm -hmm. because um I find I get pulled in because someone will ask a question and I'll be like well I covered that in the video but I'll explain to you here yeah and then they have they have follow-up questions and then it's like well I made this video like I made a 30 minute video explaining this and if you really want to have yeah like I it's not fair that I should have to have a conversation about it every single time and I I don't know I try to keep my distance and I don't read all comments and I don't read all messages um because to some degree I just need a certain distance I have mm -hmm. really bad social anxiety and it's a very frightening thing and now I have like the bicycle has 97,000 views wow. and that's like just unfathomable right that's yeah. like too much and that's like very very scary concept so generally I have to stay away because it's very scary that's just too many people yeah <laughs> I mean I'm yeah. grateful I'm grateful for the views I'm really happy to yeah. get the views and please support my patreon but like um yeah I, it's very scary at the same time um so I, I maintain a, some distance but I do read some of the comments yeah. so how did you get past your social anxiety to do this in the first place um well that's Gosh. a huge step. So like, you know, I started it back in like 2011 20, or 2012. Um, and I think around 2011. And I I just was doing it kind of for, I don't know, because I'm, I uh, as we established, I'm a very creative person. So I just sort of, I, I liked the idea of making funny videos and I made them and um, I made them kind of just for my friends really. And then they started getting more attention, especially when I made bisexual videos and the bisexual videos got a lot of attention um, and I became a bit sort of known for that. And um, I don't know, it, it, I think I was able to do it just because like to the viewer, it seems like I'm talking to 97,000 people, but to me, I'm in, standing yeah. in my bedroom with Ada yeah, <laughs> and Mishka, yeah, yeah. my cat, and you know, my cats. And um, so it's not actually very scary for me to to make it, but posting it is scary and like, and it still scares me and I'm not over my social anxiety in that respect um, at all. And uh, so I, I don't know, I am struggling a little bit with sort of managing my relationship to YouTube because what I'm trying to do is only check it once a week um, and that's really hard and I'm like relapsing and I if I feel very depressed and I like desperately need validation it's really hard to resist the urge to go and just see people saying nice things but yeah. um but that's also very addictive and then I'll just yeah. spend sort of all my time um reading comments and and it and that validation I need it because I'm so anxious yeah. but that feeds into the anxiety and then I'm more anxious yeah. so I I need to step away from it I need to go outside I need to literally like get physically away from it um and I need to, yeah, not to think too hard. I, uh, you can do these premieres on YouTube where like when it first goes live, you sit and you watch it with a text chat. Mm -hmm. um, you watch it with whoever's also there at the same time. And I've done two. And the first one I left after like four minutes cause I just got scared and I was like, I can't do this. There's a yeah. hundred people here right now and I can't handle this. Bye everyone, That's enjoy the video. very overwhelming. <laughs> That's very yeah. overwhelming. Yes. Yeah. And, and I don't want to watch myself either. Like, yeah. I don't like watching myself. I hate watching myself. That makes the edit really hard, but like, I hate watching myself. So I don't want to yes. watch it with people. I'd rather just leave, but it's kind of fun to also see their reactions. So if I mute it and don't look, then I found last time that was much easier to take. Do you feel like it's easier to deal with social anxiety though in that kind of removed video step versus like actually walking into a room? At a I actually... Well, I find it easiest to to talk to a big group of people. Like if I'm talking, I can do a presentation in front of a hundred people. Like I can, I can talk to a lot of people at once. And in this, like maybe because YouTube kind of primed me for it, but also sort of activism did. I yeah, I was doing that like in activist terms back in like 2010, and um, 
so I, I can manage that actually more easily than I can a one-on-one -on -one conversation sometimes. Like one-on-one -on -one is very scary. It's very direct. There's a lot of eye contact. Um, yeah. And the, that's really hard for me. But um, if I'm actually at like a meetup and there's a lot of people there and I'm just kind of giving a sort of talk on something, then that's fine. Actually, I, I'm much better off doing that, talking to everyone at once than I am talking to someone or just like two people. Yeah. So. It's the personal, the personal feel of it maybe is that that what bothers yeah. you is just kind of when it's so personal on one-on-one -on -one versus like a bunch of it becomes abstract when it's, yes yeah, yeah. It, when it's a lot of people it becomes a bit more abstract and a bit more like a performance and that's i can do that <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah but yeah i still have the anxiety and it's horrible and it, it, it's definitely it's, I think it's slowing me down a little bit with the videos, especially because the channel blew up in February um, because it got monetized and the channel and officially YouTube doesn't hold back channels that are unmonetized. But strangely yeah. enough, I got monetized and immediately got another like uh, thousand, uh, not thousand, like 10,000 subscribers. Yeah. Um, and like, and the bicycle, which had only been, had like 3000 views suddenly went up to 97,000 views. So um, yeah, um, but yeah, so it blew up and I'm, I'm processing that now. Um, it's very strange, but it's, that's life. I don't know. I think I'm really just getting cool. used to it. Yeah, I, you know, yeah, it's, it's super cool. But, you should reap some of the yeah. rewards. You've worked hard and you've earned, earned your spot on YouTube. I think so. Thank um, you. But yeah, and in life, you know, um, why do we criticize ourselves? I, you know, I know more bisexuals that do the whole horrible self-criticism, anxiety thing, and uh, <sighs> you know. Um, yeah i think i think it is a it, it's a bisexual thing for sure i mean statistics are showing that we have worse mental health right um and i think part of it probably is that we find it very hard to find a sense of community and uh, being bisexual is such a i don't know yeah it's such a fluid indistinct thing mm -hmm. and you can be in a room full of bisexuals and everyone will be completely different and yeah. Uh, uh, yeah and it's uh, I mean it can be it can be wonderful to have a lot of bisexuals in the same room but um also I don't know I just imagine for gay people it's easier maybe it's not but I I, I feel like they I don't they seem to do such a good job with their identity and their yeah. community and like feeling like confident in their community and their identity but with bisexuals it's there's always a sense of anxiety and like and uh, the people that we date are often straight people or gay people and they can mm -hmm. easily be biphobic and some can even be homophobic and it just I don't know it's so hard to find a solid ground when you're bi and I think that leaves us in a very anxious place and I feel that with like gender stuff too like I I don't I don't have a clear gender space in the world at all and that's it's a very vulnerable place to be in um and choosing whether or not to identify with that kind of vulnerability or to sort of hide it is is difficult because there are pros and cons to both mm -hmm. like if you just hide it and identify as gay or identify as straight then you're hiding a part of yourself and that that really sucks but there are benefits that come with hiding that part of yourself um but if you come out no one will believe you and that's a really anxious place yeah. to be in like yeah. you prepare yourself like and you like with gay people who are supposed to, or we tend to think of as sort of the people who are going to be accepting of us um we often find are not accepting of us and that's a very yeah very anxiety inducing place to be in that we have to sort of prepare yourself for the moment you come out and you prepare yourself for rejection every time unless you're coming out to another bisexual yeah so yeah 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 and it's just mm -hmm. when you're in a relationship with you know same-sex relationship people assume you're gay so if you're gay you're you're cool but if you're bisexual there's a, there we go again <laughs> you know yeah more anxiety but yeah, and then there's pressure, you know, the pressure from to just identify as you, you're in a relationship with your husband for 25 years, just identify as straight, you know, why are you, why are you yeah. doing this? And is it attention? Yeah. And all this other stuff. And the same thing if you're in a same sex relationship. Yeah. I mean, it, it what identity means is so complicated because yeah. it, it can mean so many different things right like bisexuality can be a political identity and it can it can just be like a literal description of your sexuality yeah. and it could be 
a, a literal description of your like sexual attraction versus your romantic attraction, one or the other, it could describe both. Um, it, yeah, and, and like, why do we bother with our identity? Like, obviously we didn't like, our, our ancestors 50,000 years ago didn't identify as anything. Like it, it's, and, and I think there's no real consensus on what identity means and what is yeah. the function of identity. And when, when you're gay or you're straight, there's a very, very clear function of identity. It means something really specific mm -hmm. and clear. When you're bi, there is always this question of like, well, should you bother to identify as bi? If, if like you are essentially in a gay relationship now, should yeah. you, why bother to identify as bi? What does that mean? What's the function of it? Um, and that's when it becomes sort of amb ambiguous as to what the function of identity is. And for a lot of people, it's just, this makes me feel safer to be honest about my, yeah. Yeah. my past and my potential future and my feelings. Um, and at first other people it is more practical like if, if you're non-monogamous and you do have partners of various genders then, yeah. then that's helpful but but then some people like obviously like my favorite thing to talk about in the world is like the lesbian radical lesbian separatists and lesbian political lesbianism right yeah where like the function is not really to describe your attraction yeah. it's a political identity and, yeah. and I, I think to some degree bisexual is is usually also a political identity but in this Le political lesbianism is so tied to feminism and and in such a particular historical way um i, do, I think that i think political bisexuality should be a thing um i think that's just a fun idea yeah and... we're radical bisexuals yes um yeah um you never know how people are going to react as well because I, I think it's not just about whether you identify a certain way people are often uncomfortable with you having like a bisexual history or having bisexual yeah. feelings so it's not even you can you don't have to identify as bisexual to be the recipient of biphobia yeah. you don't have to be bisexual in any way to be the recipient yeah. of biphobia yeah. at all yeah well yeah it's just it, and always that question of um well are you straight or gay if unless you're dating me why do you need to know I think with some things maybe okay you're interested in what this is all about I can take that but when it's it's like well, why don't you just identify as this or that that's coming from a space i don't appreciate that's yeah you know, and like yeah. what's your problem with me being bi that clearly you have an issue i i don't so not yeah you, not you you're cool yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um well but and i think in in your specific context when people when people ask like a bi woman why why do you bother to identify as bi like it's it comes from political lesbianism, right? Yeah, the idea yeah. that your your identity should have like, I don't know, oh, I don't know. Yeah. I love it, political lesbianism, that's so well, funny. Well, you know, um, I've seen people get into, um, you know, same-sex uh, female relationships where their partner pressures them into dropping the bi. Well, when's the last time you were yeah. really attracted to a man? And, okay, well, and, what yeah, you were identifying get... at, you have to respect that if you're gonna be with this person, you know? But, okay. yeah and people get insecure and i think they sometimes monosexuals don't want their partner to identify as bi because yeah. it makes them feel like they're sort of not like the like the the best woman in yeah. the world or the best man in the world or the manliest yeah. man because their partner wants to fuck women or something yeah and, yeah yeah, um, I think my yeah it comes from a place of insecurity like the, yeah. i'm actually working on a video for this right now like reasons why people hate bisexuals um and yeah it, one big reason is just it just makes people feel insecure and it's their insecurities that they bring to the table and it has nothing to do with bi what bisexuals actually yeah, exactly. do it's what makes them feel uncomfortable which is very sad but um but i think a part of our sort of liberation is going to be like um helping monosexuals feel like it's fine <laughs> and they don't have to feel insecure yeah and I've, yeah yeah which is, is, is exhausting a little yes. bit, but you know, yes. yeah, my husband, it was like, um, when I, I first told him when we were first dating and I don't remember how it came up. Now. Oh yeah. I remember I, cause I had to come out to him as bisexual because somebody told him I was gay. So I'm like interested in him and oh, flirting wow. with him and nothing's happening and what's wrong with this guy. And then finally someone's, Oh yeah, I told everybody you were gay. Like it was this guy who wanted to date me, other guy who wanted to date me. That I was not interested in, in a, Anyway, so I had to tell my husband, no, I'm, I'm not gay. I, I, I like boys. I like girls too, but I like boys. And so, and then, but later on his thing was like, 
Well, I'm just kind of concerned because, well, I have to worry about all the other men, you know, all the other men in the world. Like I'm going to date all the other men. Yeah. And now I have to worry about all the women too. Well, I don't then, think it works quite that way. I, I mean, you should take it as a compliment yeah. that he considers all the other people yeah. on the planet competition. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that was our, that was our uh, yeah. Well, you're thinking that I'm going to date all those people and I, I'm with you. And that kind of calmed yeah. down, but yeah. I think it says, it often says so much about um, the other person's perspective on relationships that like sometimes you'll get, I was watching that. There was an old YouTube video, it's old, it's from like 2012, it's uh, Ariel Scarcella, and it's like, an in she's interviewing a bunch of lesbians about why they don't like bisexuals, and um, and they say some really nasty things. Oh, I remember that one, yeah. It was really controversial at the time, um, and I, I think this idea that like, you, I, I, I think if you really think a bisexual is going to cheat on you because that like a bisexual woman's gonna cheat on you because she's also attracted to men. Do you just like, do you date people you're not that into and then dump them because you find like a hotter lesbian or something? Yeah, like yeah. it really, I feel like it says a lot more about the person um, like who is insecure than, than anything yeah. else because yeah. it must be coming from a place where they feel like, oh yeah, I would totally just up and leave my partner oh, yeah, for this yeah. reason. Like, and it's like, God, no, I would yeah. never do that. Maybe, maybe that bisexual person left you because the man she left you for was treating her better than you were treating her well yeah you know? that's and another maybe thing and lesbian yeah. people have left you too maybe you should look into what about you is scaring people away rather than you know you may have lost that person because of the relationship wasn't there um, yeah like surely i don't understand when when people don't feel like do you not have a personal relationship with your partner that is like unique because like i just don't feel like my partner yeah. would ever just leave me for someone or like why would she do that? Like we have yeah. a special connection that's been there a long time and we've worked for it and we've, we've loved each other for a very long time. How, how could she do, like, I can never imagine that happening. And, and to think that your partner would do that just because they're bisexual. Yeah, yeah I, I just, I feel like there must be something weird about your perspective on relationships yeah. rather yeah. than, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I, there's a comment on the bicycle video where someone said, this is why I don't date bisexuals because I could never satisfy them. Like I, I think it was a lesbian and she was saying, I could never satisfy a bisexual woman because she'll go through the bicycle and suddenly turn into a straight woman for a couple of months. And so I could never date a bisexual because of that. And I was like, that's not, oh no, did you like, this is not the point of the video at all. Like, I don't, because oh, no. I don't think that really affects, like, I don't, I don't think people like stop sleeping with their partner yeah. when they're going to the bicycle. And like, do you not like, like, masturbate or like yeah, I know. read erotica and like or or anything like Find do you not have any sexuality yeah. yeah like <laughs> do you not have any sexuality outside of your partner because i feel like to yeah. misunderstand the bicycle to that degree yeah. that you think like that your partner but i think some people do feel that way right they're like their partner's not allowed to masturbate and their partner's not allowed to watch porn so like like you have to be everything sexual to your yeah, partner yeah. in the universe. It's like yeah. this hyper hyper uh, monogamy. It's like yeah, next yeah, yes, level yes, extreme yes, yes. extreme monogamy. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's so pervasive in our culture just because of um, the traditional church has done such a number on our culture as far as owning your own sexuality, especially if you're a woman. Yeah. Women are not allowed mm -hmm. to own their own sexuality. Um, and if you know, you have to allow people to own their own sexuality. And that doesn't mean they're going to necessarily go and cheat on you, um, no matter who they yeah. are or their sexuality. Yeah. 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 But, but then, of course, if a bisexual does cheat, then they, they become a representative oh, yes. of every bisexual who ever and, existed, and, and all unless, bisexuals must be cheaters. Unless you've slept with like a thousand bisexuals and a thousand straight people and a thousand uh, gay people, don't don't come Which I have. this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, wouldn't that be? exhausting oh my god but yeah it's just it's just ridiculous so um i i try to see where people yeah. are coming from and i just can't on that it, it's just a way it's an excuse it is excuse not to become involved with somebody um or to control somebody yeah really is bothered yeah yeah so where can people um buy your book um you can buy hugged on my etsy store um either in pdf or in paperback um 
and and I and I I literally printed these these myself here, so I'll be literally putting the the the, the book in in the in the envelope and mailing it to you. Um, and uh, yeah, that's where you can get hugged. Um, um, check Paul, out my YouTube channel <laughs> if you're not sold yet. Did you hear what you said? That's where you can get hugged. That's so sweet. Oh, that's where you can get hugged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, double meaning. Okay. Yes. And then the YouTube videos are. I'll, I'll have a link. You sent me another link of um, how people can support you on Patreon, and we'll have that on the website. Um, yes. Any other upcoming? Do you have any events or anything else or um, that we've missed? No, um, no, because like all my energy goes into YouTube now. So yeah. like uh, my next big thing, I, I've become a very boring person because like when when I talk to my friends, they're like, "So what's new with you?" And I'm like, "Well, my new YouTube video that I haven't released yet." Yeah. I'm like, "I bought a wig the other day," and and like all my anything that's going on in my life all revolves around YouTube, and um, so I'm not I'm not very interesting. Hopefully, my YouTube videos are interesting, but my talking to me in real life is not very interesting. But yeah, all I have right now going um, really is is YouTube, but. Um, I'll have another video out soon so please please subscribe and, and you'll see when my next one's like coming out subscribe yeah like um, and subscribe yeah and hit the little bell well verity richie thank you for joining us today and the book is hugged a queer autobiographical romance and i'm elizabeth meacham and remember there's a whole bi plus universe ready to embrace you reach out and find your community <music>